So hi everyone, I'm recording this mid-yoga because I can't take this off my head. Um, I've always been an independent person. I've learned how to do things on my own um, and process emotions on my own. If something's bothering me, I dissect it in my head, I reflect on it, I write on it until I understand it. Um, that way, I really, like, not depended on anyone. And there could have been, you know, a tsunami that has happened, a hurricane that has happened in my life. And sometimes, um, people don't know about it. Or, like, they think it's um, just rain or a drizzle, but it was actually a typhoon. And... It's not that bad. I mean, it has worked well for me. I've adapted. And so I was so independent that, it, I, I mean, in terms of my emotions, in terms of my thoughts, in terms of how I think about life, that, um, I don't know, maybe the past 10 years, I realized, but it's not also so bad to depend on other people. Not codependency, not as if relying on someone else for your emotions or relying on someone else to take responsibility for how you feel, no, but there's a certain dependence that you also enjoy, that you can also benefit from, that I've been missing out on, really just small dependence in terms of um, asking people for their advice, which I don't do often. But don't get me wrong, okay, I have a loving family and I depend on them, you know, for little things and for big things and they they enjoy things with me that increases my joy for certain things. They mourn with me when I'm sad, but there are still, you know, a lot of parts in me that I just keep to myself. And so I'm learning that um, it's not so bad to open up and to depend on others as well, to let them see your tumultuous emotions, to help you process them and make sense of it all. And so as I slowly and slowly, you know, like a turtle, like a tortoise, you know, realizing that and taking steps towards that, it's only like maybe late last year that I've been able to admit to myself, I've always been single. So it's only late last year that I've been able to admit to myself that maybe I also am looking for that human connection in a romantic relationship. I think before that, I've always told myself, I don't need that. I'm happy as it is, which is true. But I've closed myself off to certain things in my life because I always thought I don't need a romantic partner. I don't know if it stems from a certain fear of just this greater dependence on another human being who might reject you and whom you are never sure of because family is always sure. They're always there for you. And you can't escape yourself, so you have to love yourself. But to depend on another human being who is not related to you, who is not yourself, to love you, and to be someone that you can depend on, someone that you can fall back on. Gosh. But yes, I was able to admit um, 
that I also long for that kind of connection. Wow, okay, the world is now crashing down for me to admit that. But yes, I do admit that. It's not such a big deal to admit, but it's such a new concept also for me. So, long introduction because that was the context why I was thinking about, so what am I looking for in a person? In, in all the things that you look for in a person, diba? you also ask yourself, why do you have those qualities yourself? Are you that kind of person as well? And I was thinking of that. And one of the things that I said to myself that I would want in a person is someone who would want you for who you are now, not for a person that you will be tomorrow or a person that you will be 10 years from now. I think some people have this mental image of a person, an ideal person. Because, of course, we think about um, an ideal partner and some people just plug you in that image. But that's not necessarily you. And sometimes, for example, people want to be a doctor. And if you are studying to be a doctor... And you both love the person that you want to be. So you love the person that you want to be, which is a doctor. And this other partner, this potential partner, loves the person that you also want to be, which is a doctor. But what if you never become a doctor? You don't pass the boards. You don't finish your studies. Or something happens that you're unable to practice being a doctor. And so what happens to that love and that relationship? Is the person that you both loved someone that doesn't exist? Um, so I'd rather, I think I'd rather that, you know, you both love yourself. You, you, you yourself should love the person that you are now, the person who is trying to be a doctor. And this potential partner of yours should also love you for who you are now, this person trying to be a doctor. And that if that person never becomes a doctor, that's cool. Because you love the person who's just trying. And in that trying, it's not a perfect trying. Sometimes it's a lazy trying. Sometimes it's a motivated effort. And sometimes it's a questioning effort. You know, it's questioning whether you really want to be a doctor. But still, you know, loving that person as they are now. One of the things that I remember is um, my dog, as usual, because Akira is afraid of cars. And when before I realized that, I was already planning a lot of things in my head. We were going to the beach. We were going to do... I was researching hotels and resorts that were dog-friendly. I was researching for pools where, you know, dogs are allowed and contacting my siblings about when we could go. And then I discovered she's afraid of cars. And so I said, huh, I will work on this. We will work on this. We will desensitize and counter-condition you so that you can ride cars. And so we've worked, we've worked, we've seen progress. And then this other um, dog IG friend has told me, you also have to be okay with the fact that you might never train the fear out of her and I just realized it's true have I really accepted that um, we might never go to the beach and she might not see the beach or you know um, take long rides and I realize I'm okay with that 
that I like Akira for who she is now. I love her for who she is now. And I don't need the beach to love her more. And I guess that's also what I'm looking for. If And that's what I'm asking myself. I'm this person sometimes who uh, kills herself and, and you know... Um, demeans herself by thinking of I always want to be this person who makes a difference in the world and I feel I'm always planning towards doing that and I'm always dissatisfied when I feel I'm unable to do that even when I was in NGO in an NGO and in the government when I felt I was not doing enough and now in the private sector, I always feel I'm not where I should be. And so I think um, I'm always looking at this image of myself that is in the future. And I, when, when I demand of a romantic partner to love me for who I am now, I wonder if, you know, I also love the version of myself that I am now. This person who tries and just wants to make a difference but in reality might never will yeah and it's a big question um if i can really love that person because how can i expect other people to yeah such cliche but how can you expect other people to love you when you cannot accept that maybe who you are now is who you will be forever. And you have to be at peace with that. At the same time, yes, you have to motivate yourself to be the person you want to be. Take control of your future. You know, Take responsibility for your emotions and for your life. Yes, but at the same time, also accept. There's a level of self-acceptance that you should have for yourself that um, appreciates whatever the person that you are now and love that kind of version of yourself. So, no big realization again. <laughs> Just that maybe the things that we expect of others to love about ourselves just to realize that if the person that the people around you love is actually the person that you are now not a person that you will be 10 years from now and so you should also give yourself that to love yourself for who you are now <laughs>